Welcome to the Confidence and Communication Podcast. I'm your life coach, Jessica Dumas. I'm a professional speaker and coach who empowers women everywhere to use their voice to take up space and change the world. My goal is to help you speak with clarity and confidence while giving you practical guidance and tools by sharing real life experiences of overcoming. So turn up the volume and grab a pen. You're going to want to write this down. Jessica Dumas Coaching and Training and the Confidence and Communication Podcast is overflowing with appreciation to our first podcast sponsor, The Johnston Group, Inc. The Johnston Group provides employee benefits to more than 30,000 businesses across Canada. Thank you so much for supporting my vision and investing in the podcast. Please accept my extreme gratitude, which will help get the message of self-love, healing, and growth out to a greater audience. Hey friends, welcome to the podcast. How's it going? The last batch of podcasts were a couple of interviews, but I feel like it's been a while since I just sat and chatted. So that's my favorite. (laughs) Thanks for being here. I thought I would go and have a little look-see in my Podbean stats and just like an overview. And so this was kind of interesting. I'm totally a Spotify person. I mean, I have an Apple iPod, but I don't listen through Apple Podcasts. So apparently 42% of people listen to this podcast through Apple Podcasts. So super cool to just kind of see that stat. And then 26% through Spotify, and then 18% through Google Chrome. I didn't know that. So that's so cool. I think what that means is people are like literally going out of their way to find the podcast. So thank you. Google Podcasts is at 5% and there's even CastBox, iHeartRadio, RSS Radio, which I don't know what it is. And then there's more Player FM, Chromecast device. There's 0.8%. That's unknown. But that's super cool. I want to ask you, and I know I've asked this before, if you haven't, if you would please leave a review and make it really cool. That would be amazing feedback for me. Not just feedback, but when you leave a review and you put down five stars that you like this podcast, then what's going to happen is it's going to help show it in results for other people to hear it. So something that I say at the end in the the message is if you like this message, then share it with someone. And, and when you leave the review, then that sort of does that. But thank you. And thank you for those of you who've shared it and tagged me on Instagram too. I really, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. So guess what I'm going to talk about today? I want to talk about getting paid for being you. So this is something that I've been talking a lot about on my Instagram. And I'm going to share with you right away one of the posts that I did because I just feel like the caption is just fucking fire. And I just I want to share it with the world. (laughs) So I'm sharing it with you here. And it's also a lot of work that's been coming up for my clients. And it's really caused me to look at, okay, what is it that we're doing? When I have clients that come to me and they want to sell a service, they have an idea, they either want to sell their talk or they want to create a training of some sort. And that's one thing. It's like waking up and I have this amazing idea. 
The next thing is, okay, what am I gonna do with it? How do I bring it to market? And then how do I price it? And sometimes pricing it can feel okay. It's like, yeah, it's worth this much. And then the next step is, okay, well go tell people so that they can pay you that much for your talk or your service. And that's where a lot of it is just like, um, maybe no. <laughs> because what's happening is we start to feel like, ooh, like how can I get paid just being me? Like that I feel ick right? It feels inappropriate. It feels wrong. It feels like you're bragging. And so we have to do a lot of work around that. And this is the work that I love, love, love to do with my clients. And I'm happy to share it with you here. I got a Voxer note from one of my clients yesterday. So Voxer is a chat app. And if you are in one of my programs, and if you're in one-on-one coaching, then you get a private Voxer to me, which means if something comes up for you, you have a thought or a challenge or an idea, you can just send me a voice note and as long as it's within certain hours, then I can chat back with you. And this is between calls so that I can help you break through that mindset. And what my client was saying was she had listened to a podcast and it said that success is 5% strategy and 95% mindset. And she said, I believe that now. And then she was thanking me for working with me and she's so happy that she made the choice to work with me. And she said to hire a coach and to work with you. So me particularly. And that made me feel so good because I've seen the transformation in my clients. And this is going for everyone that I've been working with. Making more money, getting paid for your ideas, your services, your thoughts, your opinions, and like just making more money. And oh my God, like makes me so freaking excited. So the post that I shared on Instagram said, one of my clients asked me what I did if I received judgment online. And I couldn't think of a scenario of when this happened to me. But in reality, these situations have definitely happened to me. But the reason I couldn't think of a scenario was because I'd done so much inner work to protect myself that any situation like that would just slide off. And this is the confidence and self-love that I help my clients create. And when you identify the blocks and process them, you will also feel an undeniable increase in self-love and confidence. And this is still the post as I continue. My inner work creates a shield that protects me with the beliefs that I can stand on and it helps me bounce back quick when things get rocky. You can change your beliefs because a belief is just a thought that you keep on thinking. And so my true belief is that my work is important and necessary. I'm here for a purpose and I can't fuck this up. My work, oh, I love saying this. My work is the highest and the greatest service because I help women use their voice to feel confident and supported to take up space so they can change the world. And then, okay, the next next paragraph, I offer high quality service. Oh yeah, this is also it. I offer high quality service and I know my services are in demand. I've been perfecting my craft since 2013 and with crystal clear intention since 2019. I'm qualified because I say I'm qualified. I'm very good at what I do. And in quotes, I want you to be this confident. Not quotes, what do you call that? Brackets. I want you to be this confident. And I'm actually very qualified. I'm a certified coach since 2013. I have a TEDx talk. I've spoken at over 150 events. I've worked with hundreds of women, entrepreneurs and men and helped them feel more confident so that they can sell their service. Back to the post. (laughs) So when someone says something like, your fees are too high, you're just doing this for the money. My thoughts on that is I feel bad for them. They don't see 
this work as an investment and how this can change their life. I wish them more self-love and I wish them alignment and I just move on because that's not my problem. Next point, you're so self-centered. I literally laughed out loud because my business actually only exists to empower women. So uh, that doesn't make any sense to me. And the next quote is, you're not qualified to do that. Or how are, how are you even qualified to do that? My response, Google me, bitch, and hold my beer, I'm busy. So that was my post that I shared about a week ago. And I feel like I've just been on fire with that. In the area of, again, back to like, it feels icky selling my services. It feels inappropriate. It feels like I'm bragging. It just feels wrong. It doesn't sit right. It feels uncomfortable. And me too, babe, like in the first few years of my business, probably three years, I made so little money because I was so afraid to talk about it. I was afraid to ask, am I getting paid? I was afraid to put a price tag on my services. I was afraid to talk about money and have those conversations. But meanwhile, I was and still am a single parent. I raised my kids on my own and I didn't have any help from anyone. I didn't have any anybody giving me child support. I didn't get my freedom on the weekend. I would hire a babysitter, which was sometimes a family member, but I would pay them to do that. I did this all on my own. And I struggled because I wasn't making any money. So I knew that this is something that I had to do work around and I didn't even realize how much I was able to strengthen myself in the work that I was doing. And one of the things that I said in my post was my inner work creates a shield that protects me with the beliefs that I can stand on that help me bounce back quick. And I really wanted to emphasize that because it really does create a shield of protection. When you believe in your services so much, then you will sell it. You will want to stand on top of the roof. You will want to start a podcast and say, hey world, I have this service to offer you because I believe in it so much. And even though there will be setbacks, When you start to do this work, you bounce back quicker. And that means like, even though there might be days where I'm still beating myself up and telling myself that was dumb, I'm a loser, I didn't make that sale, whatever, whatever, I bounce back quicker. So it used to take me like sometimes, I don't know, I bet you it was weeks. There were days that I would like days and weeks where I would dread that my income was so low and I'm just struggling and my kids need things and I feel like a loser. I can't provide and it would just go on and on and on. And now if I do that, it lasts a day max and I'm back. I wake up, I do my shit and I'm like, okay, back on the saddle, right? There's no giving up. Like this is what I am meant to do. And that's what I want for you. Now into the lesson. (laughs) So when I started, my coaching sessions were $125 an hour. And I had a really difficult time telling someone (laughs) they had to pay me $125 an hour because in my mind, all they were going to do was just talk to me. And they were going to let me into their life, which is the value. And we were going to strategize together whatever it was that they were dealing with. So, I mean, that's essentially what coaching is, right? I become your partner, your cheerleader, your mentor, and I'm on your side. And and we're doing that together. So I started at $125. And today... I don't even sell one session at a time. I sell packages and my smallest package is $1,750 and that includes two calls and Voxer support. So I wanna tell you about some of the work that goes into what I did to increase my belief in my work, which results in knowing 
for sure that my ideas are worthy of charging fees for. And my ideas and my service and my experience is so worth getting paid thousands of dollars. But it's not just sales, okay? So I know I'm gonna talk a lot about sales, but I also want you to think about selling your idea. And so sometimes selling your idea just means getting your family on board, getting your boss on board, getting your team on board. Here's the idea. And then the sale and closing the sale means two thumbs up, they're on board right? And I'm sharing this because this is 100% what I help my clients do. But I also want to share with you the value in believing in your ideas so much. Like it's just blowing my mind how even though I've known that this is always what I've been doing, the way that it has shifted in my mindset just recently is just like, okay, like this is this is fucking fire. I'm on fucking fire. So here's here's what's going to happen. I'm going to take you through some ideas to consider that your self-value, whether you're selling your service or an idea, which basically means you're putting your belief out there on the line. That means it's open for judgment, it's open for feedback, and it can be scary. But that's what needs to happen in order for you to f- build your confidence. You need to believe in your idea so much. And... Without further ado, that's number one. (laughs) You need to believe in your idea so much. You need to believe in your service so much. You need to believe in whatever it is that this thing is. My idea for a new business. My idea for implementing something different at work. My idea for this or that. My coaching service. Whatever it is. You need to believe in it so much that with your own belief that you create a shield. I coached myself to believe in my ideas and I did this through journaling. I would imagine myself, I would write something down in my journal and I would imagine a bit of a scenario for myself. I would say, what if I'm saying to an audience that I want to help you write your talk and I can help you get paid for it. In my imagination and in this exercise, I would challenge myself by saying, what if someone said to me, you can't do that. How would that make me feel? And that's the exercise. Is someone coming to you with a challenge about your idea? That's not true. I don't believe you. I don't think it's possible, whatever the case might be. How would that make you feel? And now initially, it might be a bit of a shocker because you're like, how dare you say that to me? I'm not going to be talking bullshit. Everything I say is the truth. But the reason that this exercise will help you build your belief in your idea is because your mind, if you have spent enough time on your idea and you want to bring it to market or you want to bring it to conversation, your mind is automatically going to go into a protective mode. This is just the way that our minds work. And it's going to start saying things like, hey, this is my idea. My ideas are good. I only speak the truth and I wouldn't say it if I couldn't do it. So your mindset is automatically going to... It should. (laughs) It should. Test this out. Let me know how it goes. To start to support your challenge. So essentially with this exercise alone, you're increasing your own self-belief and you're challenging yourself. This is how I coached myself. But the goal is that you want to get to a place where you are automatically saying, "Uh, yes, the fuck I can. I can do that. I can coach someone. I can teach them how to write a compelling talk. I can teach them how to create a career where you get paid for speaking. Yes, the fuck I can. And that's what I want you to do is I want you to learn and practice and lean into defending your own ideas. Believe in your ideas so much that if someone came out and said, 
um, you're not really the best coach. If someone said that to me, uh, side eye like real quick. So what is your idea? Whether that's for a business, whether that's a message, whether it's something that you just believe, if we could just implement this change, or if I could just sell this service, what is it? Because whatever it is, you need to believe in it so much more than what you're doing right now. You need to trust your ideas. You need to trust your intuition and trust that these ideas are given to you because this is your purpose. This is what you were born for. And when you believe in that service so much that what you are offering is the greatest thing that you can offer to the world, you will make money. Your ideas will sell. You will accomplish what it is that you want to accomplish. So number one is you need to believe in your ideas and your service so much that if anyone says anything, that it can't even reach you. And on to number two. Number two is about biases. And this is also about awareness of what's going on in our internal dialogue. So this is something that if we're working together, I'm going to tell you right away what's going on in your brain. You need to be very aware of the thoughts that are going on in your brain. And number two is stop judging others. And I'm not saying that you're going around making judgments on everybody here and there, but you know what? We do all have biases. And when we see something, when we see something on Facebook or we see a person at the store or whatever, we see them in town, we have biases and we automatically make judgments. And so I want you to become aware of what's going on there and stop it. And if this is something that's happening online, whether it's other entrepreneurs or other women or other people, just in general, that you are watching, stop judging. How you can assist that is stop taking in an overload of content. And if it's somewhere else that you need to avoid, whether it's online or in person, you need to stop bringing whatever that is into your world. And so it's basically stop looking over your own fence into other people's yards. That includes gossiping, right? Number two, stop judging others. Because what happens when we judge others is this leads to comparison. This is something that just happens in our brain. So we all compare, we all judge, we all have these biases. And it's a really old mindset. And it's actually used for assessing safety. So our brains are actually trying to assess is this person or is this situation safe. So that's like really where that comes from. But in today's day, where sure, safety from a person or situation is still really important information. But it's our mindset and our inner dialogue that we need to be aware of because we may have created a habit of judgment. So it goes from that safety of, is this person or place safe? And then we go into judgment. Because what else are we going to do with this information in 2024, right? Another level of what creates a problem here is we make the assessment, we put a judgment on it, and then we start to compare ourselves. So this becomes a really yucky cycle. And it starts with evaluation. But the way that our mindset is so tied up in negativity, right, like hands up, like it's, you know, we're all guilty of it, it becomes judgment. And then we compare ourselves. And when we're judging others, we're judging others from the outside and everything that we can see. And so maybe they look put together, maybe they shared something on Facebook that was an award or something that they had accomplished. And it looks like they're bragging, right? We see them from the outside, they think they're so good, something like that, right? And this may be extreme, but I'm I'm sure at some point you can relate to this. 
the challenge with us being ingrained in this mindset is that we compare who we are on the inside to what we see on their outside. So we bring with us not just what our Facebook or Instagram looks like, we bring our our full appearance, our full aesthetic, but also what we have felt like in pictures or when we look back at our past and we see times that we didn't measure up and maybe we think about where we are today and we're not where we thought we wanted to be so we're still feeling that we don't measure up and we might be feeling disappointment because all of this is happening through our internal dialogue but it's also happening instantaneously so it's not something that you have to stop and think about it's automatic it just happens in our brain it all happens at the same time and it happens in an instant and the way that we do that or the way that we change this is first of all we become aware of our some of our biases and what's actually happening and just recognize it's happening and we make that decision to stop judging others which is number two and then I'm going to go into number three which is the biggie here, is you are going to interrupt the pattern. And how do we interrupt the pattern? It is we do something different. Our brains are naturally wired by neurons to do the same thing. So you will recognize when this happens, if you are someone who drives, you'll notice that there are times, especially if you're driving home from work, just as an example, or driving home from the grocery store. And You can do this, you can drive either to work or to the grocery store sometimes and all of a sudden you look up and you're already at the place and you're like, oh, I'm here already. And and maybe if it's not driving, there's got to be another time that you've experienced something like that. And maybe that's brushing your teeth. So what's happening is there's a cycle that's already happening. It's a cycle, it's a pattern. And our brain is actually trying to save us time. It's trying to save us energy. And so it watches for triggers such as, okay, if you're leaving work, and I know like so many of us work from home now, so I hope that this <laughs> this example is, is relevant. But the trigger is I'm getting into my car, I turn on the engine, I start driving in a certain direction, And then I don't have to think about it anymore. My brain is saving me time and energy. And my brain's like, yep, we know what to do. We know where to go. You can chill. Next thing you know, you're sitting in your parking lot. And it can be something like that that happens very similar to, again, when you're brushing your teeth, you're getting ready for bed. You go in your bathroom, wash your face, brush your teeth. And like, it's just, it's the, what I'm trying to get at is it's so automatic that your brain has already created a pattern that you don't have to think about it. And as the brushing your teeth example, here's another scenario to consider when recognizing, okay, what's the pattern? If you were to spend a night at a hotel, and maybe um, I've been to a hotel room where the water faucet doesn't have, like it just has the automatic shut on, shut off. And so I'm in the bathroom and I'm turning the knobs, which is setting the temperature, but the water's not actually going on. So if I'm brushing my teeth, if I'm at home, I know how to turn it on. I don't have to think about it. I could do all of it while I'm listening to a podcast or doing something else. But if I'm in this new hotel room and I don't know how to use it, then all of a sudden I don't know how to rinse my toothbrush. So now I'm thinking because the pattern has been interrupted and now I have to do something different. Okay, does that make sense? And so what this looks like when it comes to judgment and belief about our ideas and services and how they're not good enough is we put out this idea into the world. 
And because something like this has happened in our past, and this is where these old patterns come from. And when an emotion is attached to it, so if you've had an experience where you've tried to share an idea and someone made you feel like a fool, they tried to embarrass you, you were humiliated, maybe you didn't know the answer to something in front of an audience, or maybe just in element, this is where I think it happens. In elementary school, you speak up, you say something wrong, everyone laughs, right? And that becomes, because there's emotion to it, it becomes a pattern, but often we stay away from this pattern, which means we don't speak up. We don't share our our ideas. We don't put our hand up. We don't speak in front of audiences. This is why speaking is one of the most scariest things in the world. Yeah, sorry, uh, elementary, but I do blame you. So what happens is, and this is what I've experienced and what my clients have experienced is, you have this amazing idea, product, service, whatever, and you want to test the waters. People engage, you have a conversation, and then you don't hear anything from a while or for a while. It, it just like everything's quiet. Crickets. And so you've done a little bit of work, but you're not going to share it with too many people. And you don't want to be too loud because it's scary. And if someone were to pay me for that, then ooh, that feels icky. And that's where we get into this cycle and this pattern of I don't like I I want to keep my ideas to myself because that feels safe. Right? But we're here to shake shit up. It's 2024. So how we interrupt the pattern is we start to recognize the value of what we're doing and how that's going to change someone's life and how the value in what you're doing is going to improve someone's life. You're going to change someone's life and this is going to have a ripple effect on their family, their friends, their community, their business, our entire economy. Like this is all connected to you using your voice taking up space. So your message or your idea, your product, whatever it is, it's going to change someone's life. It's going to improve something. That's why we start businesses. We don't start businesses because we want to ruin shit or because we want to annoy people. We start businesses because we're like, wow, I have a great idea that can solve a problem. And so I want you to believe so fucking much that your service idea, whatever it is, you're going to make it better for something, for somebody. You're going to change people's lives. You're going to make improvements. And this is valuable and people will pay for that. And you need to believe in it more than anybody else. Because if if you don't believe in it, then why should anybody else? So you need to interrupt the pattern by believing the fuck out of your idea. I can't say that enough. Stop judging others and do something crazy like interrupting the pattern, which means working on your mindset, reading a new book, listening to new teachers. I learned so much from YouTube. YouTube is where I started and and books, of course, when I started like my law of attraction journey and my mindset, just growing my mindset. And then I started purchasing not just books, but products, paying for working with coaches, paying for coaching programs. You can also listen to the Confidence and Communication podcast and speaking up with Jessica Dumas on Thursdays, 1pm on NCIFM. And work on your mindset, work, work on a growth mindset. You want to increase your knowledge on what is money, because money is actually an energy. And this is something that I help my clients shift their mindset around. You want to work on your mindset around improving your services and not because it's not good enough, but because you want to have a growth mindset and you always want to be serving from a higher place. 
And this becomes the work that you do. Oh my God, I feel so fucking good about this message. This becomes the work that you do and then you just do it and repeat and you start feeling good and confident about sharing your ideas and making sales and making money and... Oh, like this is my purpose to help you identify that your idea, no matter where the fuck it came from, you could have woken up from it, from a dream. You could have had this idea that was just sitting in your heart for like 10 years. You could have just had this idea that's just been building up on the side. And right now you feel like, oh, it's just my, it's just my business. No, I want you to fucking believe in that shit so much that you can make a living doing something that you were put on this planet to do and not just make money, but make thousands of dollars. (sighs) This felt so good. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for listening. If you like this, let me know, but share it with a friend. Let me know you did that on Instagram, justkadumas.ca. And because this feels so fucking good, (laughs) I'm doing a masterclass. It's going to happen January 29th, 12 p.m. CST. I want you to trust in your decision making as an entrepreneur and as a leader. I want you to believe in your service so much, and that means clarity. And I want you to believe that you can get paid thousands of dollars just being you. Because when you believe in the service that you sell is the greatest service to the world, you will sell your service and you will make money. I love you. Talk to you next week. Thanks so much for being here and listening to the podcast. Miigwech, ekose, merci. I want to take every opportunity that I can to tell you that you are worthy. And if something in this message resonated with you, please leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And send a link to your sister, your best friends, and your cousins, because if there was something in this message that resonated, then they might want to hear about it too. If maybe taking a screenshot is your thing, share it on your Instagram story, and don't forget to take me at jesskadumas.ca. Thank you.